Hi, Stonebridge. I'm Stephanie Leedy, Director of Children's and Family Ministries. Our scripture reading today comes from John chapter 14, verses 1 through 7. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is God's word to us today. Hello, Stonebridge. Today we are concluding our sermon series entitled Two Words That Change Everything, where we've been looking at those two words, I am, looking at the way Jesus uses this phrase, which was connected to God's name in the Old Testament, to introduce himself, to let us know about his character traits, but more than that, to let us know about how God is interacting in our lives. So today we are looking at Jesus' statement, I am the way, the truth, and the life from John chapter 14. As we look to the scripture, I invite you to join with me in prayer. Please pray with me. Lord Jesus, as we look at this I am statement, as we look at you saying I am the way, the truth, and the life, I ask that you would guide us through this passage. I ask that you would guide us through our lives, that you would help us to understand how we can be on the way that you call us to. We thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. When I was 18 years old, I had the opportunity and the privilege to travel to Nairobi, Kenya. I was there with a church group. We were doing a sports ministry. We were, we were playing volleyball with people in Africa and then trying to share the gospel with them and just come alongside the work that they were doing in their communities there. I was there for two weeks, and on one of those days, we decided to go shopping in the marketplace. Now, when I was 18 years old, I didn't always make the best decisions. Another one of my confessions to you all. And while we were shopping in the marketplace, I decided to not make a good decision. As we were shopping, I was kind of hanging back, talking to somebody, bartering or something, I don't remember. But a man came up to me and very excitedly started urging me to follow him and saying, come here, come here, come here, come here. And, and saying like he basically wanted to show me something. Now, I didn't speak the same language as him. He didn't seem to speak English. And in that moment, I thought, should I really be going and following a random stranger that I don't know in a country that I'm not familiar with in a language? that I don't speak? Somehow I came to the answer, yes, I should do that. So I followed him. He started taking me through these different buildings, these different places in the marketplace. And all of a sudden I looked back and realized like my group was gone. I didn't know. And I thought, you know, my only way to get out of this is just keep following this guy. So I kept following him and kept following him. We went through like three or four different buildings 
Um, and when I say buildings, it's a little generous. They weren't really the most solid structures. Um, but I, I followed this man and he kept saying, come on, come on, come on. He was all excited and I see other people who would try to sell me things and I was completely alone. And all of a sudden I realized this probably isn't a good situation. I stopped and the man started saying, keep coming, keep coming. But I stopped and I realized something. I was completely lost. I didn't speak the language. I didn't know where I was. I didn't have any way to communicate with anyone I knew. I was lost. Probably the most lost I've ever been in my life. When I read our scripture passage today, I think that that feeling that I had of being lost in that moment, that is what I think Jesus' disciples are afraid of. I think they're sensing that that's how they're going to feel. They've been following Jesus for years now. And Jesus is now telling them that he's going to leave, that he's going to be gone for a while, and that he's going to go to his father's house, he's going to prepare a room for them, and that in his father's house are many rooms. Jesus is telling them all that. But with the dialogue that takes place between the disciples and Jesus, you get the impression that all they hear is that Jesus is going to leave and that they're not going to know what to do when Jesus does leave. They're worried about feeling lost. Maybe in that moment, they're already sensing that feeling of being lost. Jesus has been their guide. He's been showing them how to live life and he's going to be gone soon. What are they supposed to do? How in those moments will they be back on the path, the way that Jesus had been guiding them on? That's the question of this passage. And I think it's an important question for each and every one of us. Because there are so many moments in our lives where we feel lost. And our mission as Stonebridge Community Church, part of it is to reach the lost. So how in those moments where we feel lost, do we come back to the path? Do we get back to the way that Jesus has for us? It's an even more important question right now in the midst of this pandemic because I know so many of us feel lost. It's, this has been an isolating year. This has been a struggling year. This has been a year where the landmarks that we use in our day-to-day -day lives to let us know we're on the correct path, those have been torn down. And our routines and our structures have been all changed. So if you feel lost in the midst of all this, that makes a lot of sense. That's an appropriate feeling given everything that's happened. But the question for us in this passage is, how do we get back on the path that Jesus has for us? How do we not feel lost anymore, but know that we are found, that we are following Jesus where he would take us? That question is why I wanted to do this series on the I Am statements in the Gospel of John. Now, these I Am statements, they were specific. They were intentional. The, the writer of the Gospel of John took the things that Jesus said and, and structured them in a way that was unique to this Gospel. Jesus doesn't use these same I Am statements in the other Gospels. 
He'll use things close to them, but it's not the same. In the Gospel of John, these are set up intentionally. And I think that the writer of the Gospel of John is doing this so that on, in those moments where we feel lost, we can look to these I am statements and find our way back to Jesus. We can look to these I am statements that give us the character of Jesus and give us the character of God and use them as the landmarks in our lives so that we know that we are on the path that Jesus would have for us. That's why we've been spending these weeks looking at these statements. And what have we learned in this way? Well, I think we've learned that Jesus is the door to the sheep pen. And by that, we can look at uh, are the patterns and habits we have in our lives. Are they helping us to flourish and to live within God's will? And if not, we need to listen to different voices. We've learned that Jesus is the good shepherd. So are we willing to lay down our lives in the way Jesus is willing to? If not, if we're selfish, if we're bitter, if we're not willing to sacrifice for others, then we're lost. And we have to listen to Jesus' voice again and be reminded that self-sacrifice, being willing to give up for your community, for others, that is a part of following Jesus. We've learned that Jesus is the bread of life. And as such, Jesus provides for us. So when we look at the gifts in our life, do we attribute those to Jesus? Or do we attribute those to ourselves or to somebody else giving them to us? Do we give Jesus the credit for the good gifts in our life? If not, we're lost. And developing a life of giving that leads to generosity, that's how we come back to the path. We've learned that Jesus is the resurrection and that Jesus is the life. So is our hope placed in the resurrection that is represented by Jesus? Do we trust in the resurrection? Do we know that Jesus is going to accomplish what he promised to accomplish? And because of that, do we give our lives to our community, trying to give people signs of new life, trying to preserve life as, as we can? Do we reflect resurrection in our lives? And if not, then we're lost. And Jesus' character is what will bring us back. Reflecting on Jesus' character will bring us back because we've learned in this series also that Jesus is the vine and that we abide in him and that by abiding in him, we practice his presence. So in those moments when we feel lost, when we realize we're lost, we can pause, we can reflect on the character of Jesus, we can reflect on the presence of Jesus in our lives and be brought back into the path that he has called us to. And we know that Jesus is the light of the world. And that regardless of what we do or how we fail, regardless of how lost we might be, Jesus continues to shine. That Jesus is going to continue to shine. So we can rest in that light. We can search for that light. We can see if these character traits of God that Jesus reveals to us, are they showing up in our lives? And if not, we can search for those. But even more than that, we can believe in the one that God has sent, Jesus of Nazareth. We can place our faith in him and trust 
that he is going to guide us back to that path. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. So we can pause. And we can search for Jesus in our lives by using these I am statements and these characteristics that he tells us about himself. When I was in that marketplace in Kenya, completely lost, feeling the sense of dread overtaking me, I finally, as I told you, got to this spot where I said, I can't keep following this random guy anymore. I don't know where this is going. Even if he has the best of intentions, it is foolish for me to continue down this path. So I stopped and I thought to myself, well, what do I do here? How do I get back to my group? And the idea that came to me was that I should go to the most open place possible in this marketplace and just sit there and look around until I saw the tallest person in our group. We had this big old dude. He was like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, and I said, you know what? This, that guy's going to stick out. His name was Tom. So I went to the marketplace, the most open spot I could find, and I sat there and I looked for Tom. It took about a half hour or 45 minutes. But finally I saw Tom's big old broad shoulders coming across about 200, 300 yards across the way. And I realized my group was there. And I started running to them as fast as I could. In those times where we feel lost, we're not going to look for Jesus because he's tall, but we're going to look for these other character traits that we've learned about from the I am statements. We're going to look for these character traits, for these aspects of God breaking into our life. Find where we see them the most. Find people who re re reflect the generosity that we know Jesus reflects. Find people who are willing to sacrifice in the way Jesus is sacrificing. Find people who are willing to continue sharing the gospel. And we turn to them. We go to them. We build communities around these character traits. We lift them up as values so that they can be the landmarks in our lives when we feel lost. So I know that so many of us feel lost right now. We don't feel like we are on the way that God has called us to. And so many of us are tired of this pandemic. And it's not over yet. We still have some time here in this pandemic. But the good news is that it will be over. And we will be coming out of this pandemic. Now, though, is the time where we stop feeling lost. Where we start reflecting on these character traits that we've learned about from these I am statements. Where we start rooting ourselves in God's character. And where we hand over the sadness, the anxiety, we hand that over to Jesus. We hand over that feeling of being lost. And we say, God, break into our lives now. Break into our world now with your character. Now is the time, not when the pandemic ends, but now is the time that we start pulling together as our community, start asking, how do we reflect Jesus's character when we're on the other end of this? And these I am statements are so important in that. At the end of all of this, this journey of life that we have, we know that the Father's house, with the many rooms that Jesus promises, 
is waiting for us. We know that there is a room prepared for us there, that there is space made for us there. And we know that our God is a generous God, full of grace. And that Jesus wants to invite as many people as possible into the Father's house. Stonebridge, for us as a community, that is our calling. To reach the lost, that is our mission. However lost we might feel, there are people out there who feel even more lost. And the way we pull them back onto the way, onto the path, is by reflecting Jesus' character as best as possible. So with these I am statements, don't just let them fade away. Reflect on the fact that this is how Jesus introduced himself. This is how the writer of the Gospel of John introduces Jesus. This is the character of the God we worship. Reflect on these. Hold on to these. Use these as the landmarks in your life to let you know that you're on the way. And rest in the character that is revealed through these statements. The character of our God who we worship and who loves us deeply and cares for us. May you rest in God's character. And may these I am statements guide you back to the path that Jesus has for you. And may you know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
Trust your name in it. 